Hello there, gorgeous. Welcome back to episode 18 of Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I am so, 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 so damn excited for today's episode. If you have been following along and listening since day one, you know that I have been wanting to drop an episode in regards to sleep. Well, I am happy to tell you that I have not one, but probably a gazillion sleep episodes coming your way. Today, I am going to cover some exciting news for me and for you, as well as touch on three findings that I have found from my own personal sleep research. So please go grab yourself something nice and warm and yummy, and let's start talking about the Z's. Hi there. Welcome to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I'm your host, Danielle Collinsworth. Here, we will talk about all things yoga, both on and off the mat. Fitness, entrepreneurship, this crazy thing called life, and maybe a bit about coffee. So throw on your headphones, grab your favorite cup of gel or tea, if that's your fancy, and let's get chatting. First things first, I have to tell you guys about some of the behind the scenes things that I have been working on. This is the lovely little bit of exciting news for me and for you, which is my new partnership with Beam. If you are within the CrossFit community, you probably know or have heard of Beam for its awesome little sleep powder called Dream. Matt Frazier and Brooke Wells within the CrossFit community, as well as Cleveland Browns Baker Mayfield, are a few strong badasses that use Dream on the daily, and from what I can see, they all proclaim that it works wonders. However, Beam is also known for three other categories. They are a wellness company that focuses on balance, performance, recovery, and sleep. Beam reached out to me as they found that I was a fitness professional that most definitely connects to all four of their core qualities. I cannot give too much of a review on the products thus far, but I can tell you that a review on many of the things, including their new launch of a hydration line, is coming soon. Beam is a CBD-focused company, but the newer products, like Hydration, are not CBD-based. If you are looking for a way to get connected and focused, or a way to perform better by reducing inflammation during recovery, and maybe you just want to sleep like a lovely little angel. (laughs) If any of those sound dope to you, I encourage you to begin testing out products and use my code Danielle15 to save 15%. The code is spelled D-A-N-Y-E-L-L-15, and you can also go look in the show notes. Just click the link there. That will take care of it for you. If you snag some of the products and give it a test, please let me know. I truly want to hear from you. I want to know if you like it and even if you don't. Plus, if you purchase the product, give it a try, use my code, I will also give you 15% off of any caffeinated yogi service of your choice. 
Now that I have blabbed on a ton about beam, let's take a moment to actually talk about the sleep. I want to start off by letting you guys know that my schedule is weird AF. Many of you know Caffeinated Yogi, but if you do not know, that is one of my two businesses where I work with clients within fitness, yoga, mindfulness, and nutrition. That entails a lot. From working with people in person, one-on-one, to writing programming and sitting behind a computer, to recording meditations and recording this bad boy, and to checking in with my clients in regards to nutrition. However, my day-to-day life also consists of teaching yoga for Sky's the Limit Yoga Company, which I also own. Besides teaching the classes, every single admin task for STL falls on yours truly. From planning events, to guiding yoga teacher training, and to working on opening a studio brick and mortar. And last but not least, I am a coach at a local CrossFit gym called the Adroit Collective. Now, what's my reason for telling you all of these things that encompass my quote-unquote job or day-to-day life? Well, the answer is simple. To try and describe what my schedule looks like. On the regular, four days a week, my alarm clock goes off at 4.30 a.m. and the end of my workday sometimes is not until 9 p.m. Now, I fully understand that I am not always working from the ass crack of dawn until minutes before bedtime. I mean, I'm human and that's downright crazy. However, there are days, like the day that I am recording this lovely little episode, where I do not get that much of a break from beginning to end of day. Or when I know that I should be going to sleep at 8.30 p.m. in order to get an appropriate amount of sleep, yet I can't work and sleep at the same time. Which leads me to the appropriate amount of Zs. According to the NSF National Sleep Foundation, at the age of 28, I need 7 to 9 hours. However, 6 to 10 might also be appropriate. Now, let me backtrack for a moment to tell you my why. I decided in probably November, maybe a little earlier of 2020, that I wanted to put certain health goals in line for myself. One of those is sleep. Another is to move for a mile a day for the month of January. And I'm probably going to keep that goal up for a little bit longer than 31 days as I am recording this on February 1st and I am going to make myself go out for a freezing cold walk here in a little bit, but that's besides the point. Another goal I've set is doing yoga every single day of 2021. Even if that only entails 10 minutes of stretching on my mat, my goal is to make it happen. I set another goal for my health that does not require moving my body, and that is to read once a week. This read cannot be tied to anything that is yoga, fitness, mindfulness, or nutrition. Well, I mean, I guess they can be tied to those things, but overall it is me taking time to sit down and pick up a book that I truly enjoy, not me sitting down to do research for my job. 
I've also set some goals for me in regards to an athlete, which I still have trouble calling myself an athlete sometimes, but my overall goal is to work on more lifting. And I will dive into exactly what I mean by that in an episode to come. As I was creating these goals, I realized that sometimes I do not have enough time in the day to be able to obtain these things safely. If I want to be a better athlete, I need to recover. If I want to move a mile a day, I need to recover. If I want to not fall asleep while reading a book, I need to make sure that I have fully recovered from the day before. So do you, do you see the trend here? <laughs> I need to recover. And so do you. I also have a lot of goals business-wise. One of them requires me to be in front of a camera a shit ton. And I don't know about you, but I personally do not want to be pictured on screen with massive bags under my eyes and stuttering because I cannot compose a sentence with my four hours of sleep and 17 cups of coffee. So I decided to take some time to begin researching sleep and how things affect me directly. And here, my lovelies, are my three findings. Number one, setting a bedtime is freaking needed. If you have an Apple Watch or an iPhone or really anything Apple, because I mean, Apple is the tits. I'm sorry if you guys don't use them. Um, I think that their new feature where it sets a bedtime reminder and it actually locks your phone to like an extra degree. There's more technical term than that, I know, but I think that the bedtime features are just pure magic. I truly don't think I realized how often I was picking up my phone and going to use it for either something that has little to no importance or trying to accomplish other tasks within my businesses that really had no business being done at the time. Eliminating phone screen time before bed has definitely made a difference for me. And to be quite honest, it is one area that I need to improve drastically. But we all have to start somewhere. However, the number one takeaway is setting a bedtime for yourself and truly committing to it. The only way that we can get more sleep is if we get to sleep. On to number two, which still relates to the screen as we talk about screen time while sleeping. One of the two apps that I have used to track my sleep regularly from November-ish to now, and now meaning February 2021, I realized that I was falling asleep if I had something like the TV on. However, I was not in that deep of a sleep while the TV was rolling. For me, this was a very easy, quick fix because Matt and I do not have a TV in our bedroom. Yes, you heard that correctly. We live in the Stone Age, and I chose to not put a TV in our bedroom when we moved into this apartment about a year and a half ago. To be honest, I think it was the best decision yet, and I think it is something that I will continue for the rest of my life. However, there are times here and there when Matt and I do want to watch TV in bed. And when that's the case, we just pull out the old laptop and throw on Netflix. 
I can tell you that the Netflix time on the laptop has drastically decreased as I have realized that I fall asleep like a lovely little angel if I instead put something like sleep music on rather than the light and the sounds that come from a TV show or movie. Number three is one that you might not want to talk about, and that is the alcohol. First off, let me begin by relating back to physical goals that I have set for myself and maybe even some financial goals because they overlap a little, I guess. I want to get better at lifting, and as a nutrition coach, I know alcohol is not the best for me. I also know that alcohol costs frickin' money. Matt and I have not gone out to a brewery as often or gone to get wine or whatever it may be because of the pandemic. And in the beginning, we both quickly realized how much extra money we were spending on those things. I have also made a conscious decision to consume less alcohol within recent times. And no, I did not do a dry January. But I did do a you-can-drink-one-or-two-nights-a-week January. I should also take a minute to define how much I was drinking on those nights. Matt, which I'm sorry I have not mentioned this yet, but if you're new here, Matt is the boyfriend. So Matt and I have done an in-house date night every Tuesday for a hot second. You can thank This Is Us for that one because I am slightly obsessed with that show. And no, I am not going to talk about the past two episodes, aka the repeats. I truly felt like a dumbass when I realized it was a repeat episode and I thought that they were just putting random clips together from the past to make a new episode. Anyways, This Is Us has started this tradition for Tuesday night to be date night. Because of this, we crack open a bottle of wine every single Tuesday, and I can tell you that I thoroughly enjoy this time where I get to disconnect from social media, from other parts of the world, and I can connect directly to the love of my life. However, I have realized that every Tuesday night, no matter how tired I am, I sleep like shit. Which, to put into perspective, I am always up very early, like 4.30 a.m. kind of early, on Mondays. And when I have teacher training programs going on, I am getting done with work on Mondays at 8.30 or maybe 8 p.m. I then start my next workday, Tuesday morning, at 4.30 a.m. And my Tuesday nights do not end until anywhere from 7 to 8.30 p.m depending on what I have going on. My point of this little ramble is that on Tuesdays, I sometimes want to crash. Now, sleep awareness and more sleep time has definitely helped me with this. However, needless to say, Tuesdays could be a day that I'm just freaking tired. Because of that, you would like to think that my sleep on Tuesday night into Wednesday which I should also add that Wednesdays are the day when I try my hardest to have no alarm clock. You would think that this is when I sleep the best. However, I have yet to hit my deep sleep or to have my resting heart rate drop to where it should be on Tuesday nights. And 
The reason for this, my friends, is because of alcohol. As I pull up my watch stats from multiple different apps I have used, I can review how my BPM was on all the other nights and I can compare it to Tuesdays. Every Tuesday, every freaking time, almost everything is in the red and yellow. Sometimes my overall time in bed is in green, but everything else is no bueno. As I began to build awareness around this, I also became very cautious as to when I was drinking on other days. There are several times when Matt goes to pour himself a glass of whiskey on a Thursday night and asks me if I want one. And I now tell him no because I am aware that I have to be up very early on Friday mornings. I do this because for me personally, my sleep goal means a lot more to me than that little glass of whiskey. I have also cautiously been aware of the difference between having one bottle instead of, let's say, two bottles of wine on a Tuesday night. Or how much does one small little glass of whiskey on a Friday night make a difference? And to be honest, no matter how much I consume, I always sleep like poop if I had alcohol the night before. Or that night, I should say. Now, I have not gotten shit-faced yet, which if I do, I will take a little study or test to see how I did and report back to you. I can also say I have had days where I sleep five hours or less and I have had no alcohol, but my sleep quality, my deep sleep level, and my heart rate are all in the green or close to the green. My point being, alcohol before you go to sleep does make a difference. I'm not here trying to tell you that you cannot drink or anything like that. I'm just simply giving you my findings. Now, some other things that I have tested, but I can't really give you too much feedback on because I haven't tested them enough, are caffeine and utilizing sleep-helping mechanisms such as BEAM. I will give you a few quick stats, though, with the caffeine. I've read several studies that say you should not consume caffeine after something like 2 to 3 p.m. because it stays in your system for about 5 plus hours. I should also add that even though I am the caffeinated yogi and I jokingly talk about drinking something like 15 cups of coffee a day, I do not drink as much coffee as the Gilmore Girls. I normally drink about one to two cups of coffee a day and they are normally earlier in the day. As I have began bringing more awareness to my sleep, I have tried to not drink caffeine in the afternoon, but I can tell you, like probably today for example, (laughs) that an afternoon cup of joe is going to happen. So, to wrap things up here, there are three main takeaways from my sleep findings. Number one, setting a bedtime can make a world of a difference. Setting a bedtime is something that we do for kids because it helps them to get into a routine and it helps them to wind down so they fall asleep quicker once the head hits the pillow. And to be honest, I really don't know why we do not treat this as something that we should do as adults as well. I mean, as adults, we are all realistically just big kids, right? 
Number two kind of correlates with number one, but it is the idea of no screen time while asleep and potentially even right before sleep. If that means that you should take the TV out of your room, do that. As you know, I personally do not have a TV inside my bedroom. But I think I should also add that I set my phone far enough away so that I have to get up out of bed to turn off the alarm. Because yes, I do use my phone as an alarm. And I know that for some of you, that sounds dear awful. I get it. I've been there. But please note that I wake up so freaking early that the extra little, okay, you lazy poop face, get your ass out of bed, you can do this, is sometimes much needed. (laughs) And number three, my lovely, is the one that you might not ever follow, and that is completely your choice, which is alcohol. I'm not saying don't drink it, but I am saying be aware of it if you have things coming up of importance. Because even the smallest little drink where you do not even feel the slightest bit intoxicated whatsoever is going to impact how your body is resting while you are in a sleeping state. I'm thinking it might be worth it to have an episode coming up soon in regards to what sleep apps I have used. If you think this would be something that sparks interest to you, please send me a message at Danielle the Yogi on Instagram, which is spelled D-A-N-Y-E-L-L the Yogi. Or you can also check the show notes. You can also most definitely expect an episode from me in the near future reviewing Beam products. Again, if you use the code Danielle15, still spelt D-A-N-Y-E-L-L, and then the numbers 1-5, you will get 15% off of all non-sale items from Beam. Lastly, if you use my code, give it a go, and then tell me you did it, give me a review, I, Danielle Nicole Collinsworth, the caffeinated yogi, will hopefully have a lovely little chit-chat with you and then offer you a code for an additional 15% off any and all caffeinated yogi services of your choice. If you found any value here, please go to give the show a five-star review or a written review if that's your fancy. That simply helps more viewers see me, which helps me grow. As always, I thank you guys for listening. I hope that you have a fantastic day And I hope that you sleep well. Until next time, my lovely namaste and slay boothang.